Blog Talk Radio. Nadina Haynes. This is the Oracle's point of view, and we are on Psychic, uh, the Psychic Coffee Shop. We are affiliated or supported by Psychic.biz, and um, as I go into this, we'll start off with the, I believe our code should be fall, because we're in fall, fall 16. Um, so if you join psychic.biz you're as a first time uh um, client you will receive $5 if you enter fall 16 and uh if you mention coffee cuz of course you've been here and we love you so much just men- write coffee in the in the lineup when you pay $15 and you'll get an extra $10 $10 in credits towards your session so we're we're um working to uh support you as much as possible. The purpose of these shows and all the shows on the psychic coffee shop the intention um that all of the readers there's Asen and McKellen a bunch of other people the the intention that we have is to support your growth is to help you understand yourself so completely that when you step out into the world, you are a completely spiritually evolved individual. And by that, I mean you know yourself, you know what makes you tick, and should I ask you, what would you like in your life? What what do you consider a happy life to look to? How would How do you want it to look? You will not say to me, I don't know. You will actually have a clear understanding of that. So today's show, I'm going to talk about um, kindness and the misconceptions of it and uh, contradictions with it because many of us like to consider ourselves as being kind, but we're actually um, glorified doormats. So I'm going to look at the difference between that today and, uh, you know, and exactly what does kindness mean. Um, we have a show after this particular show, Asen and I and a few other um, amazing healers get together on Psychic Biz Live, 
and uh, we have a roundtable chat, which is which can be quite interesting at times, and and very quite fascinating. I I love the way that it works because it's not planned. It's not, as they say, canned. We sit down, and um, we there's a topic that's thrown on the board. You know, you make spaghetti, and you take the spaghetti, and it's throw it on the wall to see if it sticks. Well, whichever topic sticks that night to the wall, that's the one we we use. And we, we've we talked about a bunch of interesting um, subjects, relationships. We've talked about, uh, you know, um, going on your spiritual journey. We've talked about quite a lot of stuff, which has been really, really fascinating for me um, as a healer to look at. Um, I'm trying to do the promote thing, but it's not sending it out. So um, sorry about that. For those of you who are waiting for, we're on now. It's there, but it's it's not actually shifting it. So oh well, enough of that. Um, yes. So kindness. What I I pulled up, and of course I'm using my computer's dictionary here. The 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 thesaurus to look at words that reflect with kindness. You know, he thanked her for her kindness. And the idea that they have is kindness is kindliness, which I always wonder, why they, do they put that in there? Because it doesn't make it. It's the same word. Kind-heartedness, which means your heart is kind. Warm-heartedness, which is a different idea that your heart is warm. But could you have a warm heart that isn't kind? Affection, warmth, gentleness, concern, care. Consideration, helpfulness, thoughtfulness, unselfishness, and selflessness. The selfless part of it, of the whole idea of kindness, is, um, uh, I don't know. I You know, the whole idea of selflessness, I don't think it exists. And uh, in the courses that I teach, and I have been doing this work for 20 years, so I started off as a, as a, well, I got sick, started off as a psychic, doing readings, um, reading for people who didn't even speak English that I had to figure out how to translate. That was interesting. The guides threw me in the d- deep end, sent me to Japan, where I had to learn again how to do readings to in just people in Japanese and learn a little bit of Japanese. That was fascinating. Met some amazing people. And what happened when I went to Japan, which was fascinating, is that um, I, I was at Osaka Airport and I saw all these people, Japanese people walking past me. And overshadowed over them were... Spanish senoritas and duchesses and coal miners, like the energy was over them, their past life energies. And it was fascinating because we had a snowstorm when I flew into Osaka Airport and I needed to fly, take another flight to Niigata. That was in 1997. And so I, you know, when I had to sit and wait, of course, figure out how to speak Japanese and find people who could sort of kind of speak English. It was fascinating. And while I was sitting there waiting and hanging out, uh, and I was observing all these individuals, uh, it was so interesting to see, because I had a preconceived idea of what a Japanese person looked like. 
in my world. But yet, um, before I went to Japan, which is kind of how spirit works things, before I went to Japan, um, I had I have a pair of friends, couple who uh, the woman was always protecting the male, and the male was he had lost his mind. He was um, what's the word? He had uh, he, de- he developed a bit of schizophrenia, but he also had a little bit of Alzheimer's with it. So he and that apparently he he was a trans medium, and he went to Singapore and all the souls coming off just that had died on the beach, rushed him out of the water and he pretty he couldn't his his mind couldn't handle it, so he he had a breakdown, and it took him a long time in a psychiatric ward and such to finally get you know um, get himself calm and. A little aside about him was that he, when he was a little boy, he, you know, because he grew up in World War, uh, at the time he grew up in during World War II in England, so there's a connection. He, he saw a lady um, being taken out on a stretcher by the, the paramedics, and she sat up and looked at him and smiled. And he went and told his grandmother that Mrs. So, oh, Granny, Mrs. So and So smiled at me, and his grandmother boxed his ear because Mrs. So and So had already died; she'd been dead for a few hours. So he had that gift to see things, and what was really wonderful about it, despite the fact that she boxed his ear, she did. Nobody stopped him from from seeing because the UK was very much about. Um, spiritualism, and you have the uh, um, you had the Alistair Crawley and all these amazing individuals, who um, you know they they had this gift, this this ability to guide you along a path to the spiritual realm, and so you know I met the gentleman Peter and his lady Cassandra, and she was a Qigong teacher. And she would move, you know, she came to me one day and she told me that she was, she had done Qigong for so long that she was standing um, somewhere and a car against a building and a car ran into her, slid into her, and she actually morphed her body so her body bent so the car did not cause her harm and then it rolled forward. And she, she told me, she was amazed, she said, I didn't think I could do that. So as we were, you know, having a conversation with them, and before I knew I was going to Japan, I saw the two of them in Japan. He was a teacher, the sensei, and she was a pupil, a boy, a young man. And they were attacked by bandits as they were going along on pilgrimage. And she, as the he, saw her teacher's head being severed by one of the bandits, just as she lost hers or he lost his. And at that moment, because there was that sense of responsibility, <gasps> I've got it, I have to go and save you, I must save you. But she had died, so she came into this lifetime. Of course, he lost his mind, right? He lost his head then, he lost his mind. And that's what drew them together. And she became his support system, his protector, and all of that. So what I thought was interesting, because in the movies you always observe that the Japanese person is short, you know, a, a short guy. But in the vision that I had, 
he was quite tall. He was like six foot two and such. So when I got to Osaka Airport and I saw these tall Japanese people, I was gobsmacked. But I wasn't. I was prepared for it because I'd already seen this vision of this lady and her man, who were the te- the sensei and the student, you know, in the past life. So fascinating information. So, um, yeah, spirit took me around the world, and it, of course, it took me to um, to Japan and to Australia. And one thing I learned as I was going along, because I really thought I was being kind. I, I thought I was a, I am a kind person, actually. And I would not sacrifice myself for anyone, but I'm a kind person. I will stand up for you, which I did as a child, stood up to the bullies. And whatever I do comes from a clear heart. So when it says thought, you know, um, what is it, selflessness, I am aware of myself, so does that kindness with my self-awareness, do those two match? Do you understand? Because we are taught as children that if you're kind and you're selfish, the two don't fit. And I think selfishness, what they're calling selfishness, is self-awareness. When you're aware of yourself and what you want and need, you will not jump in front of the bus to save someone who may die down the street, you know, five minutes later down the road, because that happens to a lot of people, you know. And I, in one of my shows, I tell the story about the woman who um, ran across this nurse who ran a, ran across a six-lane or eight-lane freeway. She was on one side, she saw a car crash on the other, and so sitting in her car and calling 911, which is how you are kind. You stay in your car and you make the phone call. While you're there, you can actually tell the uh, the people, where the, the paramedics, where to go. You can tell the fire department, give them the signpost, because you know where you are. She got out of her car and just and just as she stepped out of the car to run across the street, she was killed by a giant truck. Now, is that kindness? I think that is selfishness in many ways, because what was she going to do? Go when she she thought she'd go home and say, "Oh, I saved someone." But guess what? The people at home, her three children and her husband, will not hear her say, "I saved these many people." We need to be aware of what our ego is telling us. We need to be aware of how our ego is guiding us down, I call, the garden path. Your ego self, it needs attention. It needs to be the center of attention. It needs to be in the forefront. And what it does is it creates all of this stuff, push, build all these things around you, and then it pushes you your 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 innocent your light self to the background that's why we have so much arguments right now you know big heartedness is another statement for kindness but again what does that mean does that mean you're going to give away your last loaf of bread to someone instead of feeding your own child because there's a hurt that occurs inside of the person when that occurs, why not break the bread in two? You may not be full, but each side will have had something to eat. 
it's kindness is about stopping and thinking you know thinking about what do i receive when i do this and in me receiving it what will that other person get as well it kindness must be a reciprocal experience oh love and hug said yes yes it would be her soul contract her time to die but the lesson for that is you know on this time on the planet um in the chat room uh south love and hugs asked a question what if the if it's this person's soul contract but you know what right now on the planet in this time in this um aquarian age we can choose our contracts there are a lot of souls who came onto the planet who chose not to um what's the word who chose not to stay very long so their babies that pass away and so on and yes there are many of us who choose that but that lady's lesson for us because her actions was a massive lesson for us to be aware of because if you're about to get out of your car and you feel something hold you back pull you back from rushing and your ego self says no let's go because someone will see us and you pull yourself away from that to go and do what ego requires you're going to come back into your new life and you if your life was supposed to be you know an extra 10 years or 15 years or 20 years you're going to come back in and you're going to finish that life off because your life is cut short at that moment so can you imagine that her children made a contract This is a story about the lady who ran across the road that I was talking about. But can you imagine that her her children made a contract to lose their mother at that time and the husband made a contract to lose the wife and they all made the contract that and it's not just them. The repercussions go beyond that individual and the choices that she makes. You know, like we we have choices that we make but it goes beyond us it's like a bell being rung the sound vibrates outward in the center it seems loud but it vibrates out 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 it can vibrate for a mile around us it can vibrate for thousands of miles if it's a sonic boom you know so we need to be conscious of not just the ego self saying, okay, it's my time to go, I'm going to go. Or if it's my time to go, I won't get hit by that truck. You know that little cutie pie, um, Jean Benet, uh, little sweetie pie, Jean Benet, who passed away? I remember the story and I remember the whole thing. And I remember looking at her image and I thought, and I didn't have time to check if the family had any connection with um Norma Jean, um, Marilyn Monroe, because Marilyn Monroe died before she was supposed to achieve that thing that she was striving for. And when Jean Benet, the story came up about her death, I wondered if she, Marilyn Monroe, had chosen to come back into that beautiful little beauty queen princess so that she could live that extra seven years or eight years 
so that she could die, because again, she died in fame. Marilyn Monroe died famous, and this little one died famous again. We do finish up our lives, and that's why a lot of babies come in and then leave, because, you know, we had an extra five minutes or hour or two hours to go, and we didn't, um, we, you know, we didn't finish it up fully, uh, you know, and we end up coming back to finish a contract, karmic contracts. Wow. Karm, to, to connect with your karmic contract is so powerful. When I was born, I chose to leave. I made a decision to leave, and I was told I could choose any time I wanted to leave because that is the time we're living in. We're living in a time where we can choose when we come, when we stay, and when we go. That's why so many individuals are, you know, going from drug overdose and all those things. You wonder, you know, there's a picture in the news of a couple, a mother who is passed out from drug overdose while her two-year-old sat beside her in the supermarket. Drugs is a form that a lot of souls are using to complete their contracts with themselves because if a lot of these, if they died when they were six years old or eight years old, then they, and they didn't finish their lives, you know, they fell down a well at whatever time. This is a time to come back and really clear it up. But if the confusion is there about the life that they're in, they don't understand why it's there. They have a, a, a pre... Some people have an idea of their destiny. Like, they have an idea that this... I'm not going to live very long. I've heard a lot of people say that to me. Um, and that's their their destiny. So if that's their destiny, then they're going to... Um, come back and with that in their minds, you know, because the spirit, the fear self, the ego self is afraid of dying. The soul understands it, no problem. But the ego self is afraid. and But it also creates the scenario that creates our end, which is a very screwy kind of thing, but that's how it works. So, you know, um, a lot of people right now, um, you know, especially film stars, were going in such bizarre ways, they chose to finish up their lives. They might have been a showgirl in the 1940s who didn't quite make it. They come back here, they make it, and then they leave. So it's and I always call it leaving. Um, and I and I call I you know death is a finality, but to me leaving means I'll see you later because that's exactly what it is. And I'll explain. My my children's dad passed away about 10 years ago, and we were in hospital. The hospital called us to come and look at him, to come in because they they decided he had passed away. And when I came in, um, uh, yeah, when I came in, I felt over the top of his head, his crown, and his crown chakra was still spinning in a sphere and he waited till we all came in we all came in we all stood around him and of course he had his moment i had my hand over his head and the the crown spun and then it went flat as a pancake and with my hand over his head i felt his life leave his body from his feet cold all the way up to the crown he got up got out of his body across from me 
on the other side of the bed, walked around the bed, stood behind me, looked at himself because he wasn't looking, he was looking rather rough. And he looked at himself and he says, wow, I'm a sorry sight, aren't I? And he turned around and walked out the door. You know, I have a diff- stronger words than that, but <laughs> that's exactly what he did. He just turned around and walked out the door. So we are not, when we when we go, we don't go and that's it. I know there are people who think that's the case. But, you know, we 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 come back around. We experience this this journey again. And especially now on the planet, souls are fragmented and they're coming in. That's why the population is so high. You know, because we've come in and we've hung out and we've um, we we're experiencing life in the 21st century. This time where the human race, everything is slowing down to a halt, or some things have slowed down to a halt. Economical situations have gone down, or economic situations have gone down. Health is a terrible thing. I mean, cancers across the board. I know I've seen and experienced many cancers deaths in the last little while and a lot of illnesses and so on and we came in just so that we could experience a lot of this this interesting thing that call that makes us human you know we've incarnated to experience this shift in consciousness and we beautiful people we are moving into a place where we can actually see each other's colors. Some of you are able to do that right now. We like clearly, like you're walking down the street and you look at the person and if they flash purple or they flash green or they flash gold or yellow. We have that ability. We don't need the the machines anymore, which is really absolutely amazing. So let's have our little break. Uh, it's our longer little break. And uh, yes, this is, I am Sonia Nadina Haynes. This is Oracle's point of view. We're now at episode 17, my favorite number, 17. And uh, we're on the Psychic Coffee Shop. And Ace and Knight, thank you very much. I always want, I want to say thank you to you, and I don't do it enough. Thank you very much for all that you do to keep this whole process going and interesting and fun um setting everything up doing all the work you are a star baby cakes and i tell you something if i have anything to do with it your star will rise all the way up towards andromeda and i have a little bit of magic in me that can do that and uh we are supported by psychic.biz and psychic.biz has their special if you go into psychic.biz, you will um, use Fall 16 to receive five dollars extra on your um, on your co- your account, and if you spend fifteen dollars, you'll get an extra ten dollars by mentioning the word coffee or typing it. I guess you could say it out loud. I don't know if they've gotten auto writing yet. Here we go to our break. Welcome, relax, have a cup of your favorite topics, 
with your host, Aston Knight and Rain Love. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Aston and Love have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. The Psychic Coffee Shop is open every Wednesday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of Java just for you. Do you have burning questions you need answered? We all do. Visit our website at Psychic.biz where you can find accurate psychics, tarot readers, and astrologers from around the world who are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can have your questions answered anonymously and write from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. The introductory chat is always free and we offer low permanent rates and special promotions. Our online psychics offer helpful, practical guidance into what matters most to you. Visit us today at Psychic.biz. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Did you ever wonder what psychic readers talk about when you get them together in one room? It ain't just the weather or the latest gossip about anybody. We invite you to join the world's top psychics for insider metaphysical perspectives from around the world about literally everything under and around the sun, life, and issues we all deal with, and even give you ideas you didn't know you needed to live the way you want to. Get a free question answered on the air, too. As you listen, you'll think it's as if they know their business. Oh, wait, they do. It's the Psychics from Psychic Biz on Psychic Biz Live, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. They know stuff. Do you have burning questions you need answered? We all do. Visit our website at psychic.biz where you can find accurate psychics, tarot readers, and astrologers from around the world who are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can have your questions answered anonymously and write from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. The introductory chat is always free and we offer low permanent rates and special promotions. Our online psychics offer helpful, practical guidance into what matters most to you. Visit us today at Psychic.biz.
And we're back, and I'm Sonia Nadina Haynes, and this is the Oracle's point of view on the Psychic Coffee Shop, and we are supported by Psychic.biz. I was having a conversation with you about kindness, and I was looking at the idea that kindness should not mean that you become a pushover, and by that, pushover, what an interesting word, is so clear. Uh, when you when we give too much that we are empty, then we are pushovers. We are not really being kind. We're not being kind to ourselves. We're not being kind to the other person because there's a very funny thing called energy. When you put out energy, it's like, um, uh, ah, there was a little thing on Facebook where they showed how... Um, half a billion dollars was contributed to Haiti and they only built six makeshift houses out of it after all these years, only six. Haiti only requires maybe $100,000 and the people's backbone to build, rebuild the country and make it even nicer than it was. And half a billion dollars were sent there. Why did you contribute did you contribute because you were looking at those poor little Haitian kids and you had to dig deep into your wallet to help them? Every time you dig deep into your wallet, that that action affects you emotionally because you really can't afford it. And because you can't afford it, that worry goes along with your donation and it dissipates into nothingness. And so there you go. Make sure that every time you're going to show kindness to others, that you reflect that kindness back to yourself first. Okay? Put your mask on first, as they say on the plane. Once you've got that kindness onto you, you shine so brightly that your kindness not only touches one person that you're considering helping, it touches hundreds of people. And that's how you do it. I'm going to open the, co- the um, what do you call this, <laughs> the lines, uh, phone lines, and have a little chat. Uh, 610, hello. 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 Hi, how are you? I'm I can good. hear you. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah. I'm um, here. Yes. Yeah, thank you for thank you for taking my call. Mhm. Yeah, I'm actually what can I, I, do I, had for a, you? I had a question. Mm-hmm. Um about the sale of a rental property. Mm-hmm. Um I've had a few showings but no offer yet. Um and I recently had someone who um for a recent showing last week Thursday, they did express mm-hmm. um, some interest. They had a lot of positive things to say, and they've been mm-hmm. asking me questions about the expenses, the costing. Uh, very nice people, but mm-hmm. um, I haven't uh, received an offer from them yet. So I don't know what you're picking up as far as an offer anytime soon. Okay. Do you have, um, I've pulled three cards for you, and the question I'd ask is, do you have tenants in the property at the moment? Yes. Okay. 
The first card, because I that's the sense that I got. The first card that I pulled is the Seven of Swords. And the Seven of Swords means someone is taking away from you with their thoughts. So the tenants in the in the property, I don't know if they wanted to buy it or whatever, but they're not, um, there's a little bit of block to you having this sale because I also pulled the devil. So the two together means that someone's energy is working to block the sale and that's that's pretty much how things work. I don't know if you allowed them to stay out of kindness or whatever, but they're afraid no, they're that rent. when... They're, they're, they're paying rent. No, I, I, under, I understand, but kindness goes beyond that, right? Oh, it's okay. I know you're paying rent, but you can stay a little bit longer if you, if you just for me to be kind to you. However, the judgment card comes up, and um, they're showing me that this person who is making an offer they're going to go away and they're going to take a couple of weeks before they make an offer. So you're going to have to let go of anxiety about this, okay? Um, I'm going to suggest we just had the black moon and um, mm, I didn't talk to you then because I could have suggested, well, you could still do it, I believe. Um, write down exactly what you want and write down what you want, to, how you want to release the property. You're releasing the property, not not getting rid of it. Do you see the difference in the statement? Yeah, no, I've actually done that already. Um, I sat down one day, very quiet area, and I visualize it. I even um, have a picture of the property. Um, you know, I thanked Archangel Michael, and I just mm-hmm. visualize. I thank for the house as well for being able to live there, and um, to yeah. assist with the with the sale. Okay. Well, you will have it sold. Sold. The person who came in, they're going to take a little bit of time, so you're going to have to be patient. But your tenants are are a little bit, um, uh, you know, the, someone's got their foot on the brake, <laughs> that sort of thing. Right. They've got their well, foot on two, the yeah. They've. It, it, it's two set of tenants. I, it's two set of different tenants I have, you know, and they live in separate apartments. Yes, I understand, but there is one tenant who is having a hard time with this sale. Either they don't want to lose you as a landlord or something to that effect, but it's not a negative to that effect, but it's affecting your your progress, your right, moving but forward. Either way they're gonna have they're gonna have to leave because their um contract is soon to be ending in November. And uh, yes. I'm not gonna okay. renew it. Yeah, I'm not going to renew it. So yeah, either way, it doesn't matter. So if matter. you don't renew, your house. if you mm-hmm. if you don't renew it, what happens? Do can do no, they have to leave not. or can they hang out? I will give. I will tell them you have to. Um, it's coming up for renewal. You can go month to month. That's so much extra, or you can just leave. But I'm not renewing it. Okay, good. Okay, so once you've done that, because the tenant that leaves, when that person leaves, your place will sell almost overnight. There's someone in your property that's holding things up, okay? That's pretty much what it's saying. Oh, well, they won't leave for, I don't know when they will leave, you know. If they decide to stay month to month, it could take several months or, you know. Well, yeah, month to month is a problem. But, yeah, anyway, the person who came by looking, and who came by and looked, they're going to take two weeks to make up their mind whether they want to do this or not. So, yeah, it's still a little bit complicated. It 
there's the energy is very slow moving around this property. So um, you're going to have to exercise patience and in a funny sort of way almost let it go so that it can go, right? So it's it's okay. got very slow energy right now, but you will sell it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, a lot of people saw it, but they were like the only ones really interested. You know, everybody is... Yeah. I mean, although I dropped the price a lot, I mean, a lot, a lot, people are still yeah. finding fault with every little thing, um, but that's fine. I know. You know yeah. That's because you dropped the price a lot, a lot. It shows that you might be desperate, you know, so... No, I, I would... Well, I would the thing is to make it more marketable, to be honest with you. I hear you, my love. However, it's the other people looking in. So when you go to your property and you look around, look at it from the perspective of the buyer, not as you, the seller, so that you can have a clear understanding of what the buyers need. But there's something in the space that's holding it from being sold. That's it. So something is holding it back, okay? You've got the the card showed it up, that something around it, around you, is holding it mm-hmm. from going, from being released. And just go in and have a look. The, like I said, the, those people who looked at it will come back in two weeks, but they might even ask you, um, offer you so low that you think, oh, my gosh, I'm giving it away. And you're going to have right. to decide then whether that's okay or not. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Nine one six. Hello. Hello, Sonia. You are such a kind soul. It's an honor to know you. <laughs> Thank you, love. What can I do for you today? My name is Wendy from Sacramento, and yeah. I still haven't heard from the HR man or anybody regarding the job that I interviewed for on the ninth of September. It was a ninety-minute interview, so I emailed him. Friday, um, he's not responded, and I, of course, had sent a thank you note to the interviewer. Um, what's going on with that? Do, because normally, they respond in some manner. Yeah, I'm not sure what the impression is that they got, but that's three weeks. But sometimes, you know, they, if there's a problem in their lives or you know, death in the family and stuff. They tend to put stuff aside uh, until, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that I wouldn't suggest you go and check, but usually people get distracted by what's going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. And um, I just have a feeling that there's more to this, to you not, um, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Your job is coming, sweetie. <laughs> I just pulled two cards. The Ten of Cups and the King of Pentacles. Those are amazing, powerful cards. So just keep really? having faith and just allow it allow it to come to you. Yeah, and the, and well, then there's I, the four of coins as well. I have news for you. Um, mm-hmm. I got called by a temp agency last week for mm-hmm. a major cell phone company. Their ads are on TV, and they say, "Can you hear me now?" Starts with a V. And yeah, um, I understand. I'm actually hired with them as a temp. I might start on the 10th or the 17th. And mm-hmm. um, they're very clear that this may or may not turn into permanent. And then um, a recruiter reached out to me today 
from Kelly Services regarding HealthNet. So, um, uh, technically, I, I am hired by the cell phone company, but will I mm-hmm. like it and will they like me and will I have the option Actually, of for yeah, they, you're going to love the job because you're really? just that kind of bubbly personality. It's about what you bring to the job, right? So you're you're going to love the connection. I just have a nice feeling around my shoulders about it. So, yeah, like I said, the cards came up, the Ten of Cups, and uh, what was it? I packed it away. But it was very, it was all about positive things happening. So, yeah, you're you're already you you got something coming in, and you're already going off somewhere else to find something else. Enjoy what you've got coming in, because you know when I was a young lass in New York City, I got a temp job with the Department of Sanitation in New mm-hmm. York, and then they hired me on, and then I ended up moving up to being supervisor. So, you know, and, yeah, and I I worked while I went to school, but that's beside the point. So a temp job doesn't always end with you leaving. It many times can take you into the direction you need to go, or at least it becomes a distraction that stops you from focusing too much in when is it going to happen, when is it going to happen. I have a, you know, as I said to you the last, time or whenever it was we spoke that you needed to look in a different direction from the medical thing that you were trying mm-hmm. to do and this is a completely mm-hmm. different direction and you're can you imagine your voice as the www dot the world wide web it's like the the earth card the the world card floating along, you swinging on a star. You know, I think instead of being so focused on what you want, let the universe, let God take you to what you're supposed to be doing. So take the job. Go and have fun, fun, fun with it because it will be. I can hear you laughing a lot. Go and have fun, you know, and let that job take you to the brilliant, beautiful things that you're supposed to be doing. Well, it is sales, and I do not like sales, so I'm hoping after I show my ethics and uh, everything else that I'll get the opportunity to transfer within to regular customer service. And yeah, and that's keep... how you do it, right? That's right. how you do it. You get started in one direction and you end up somewhere else. You're so good at what you're doing that you end up elsewhere. So, yeah, I think you're going to so do you... just fine. So you think I'll become permanent at this cell phone company? That's up entirely up to you, but they will they're open for it. Okay. Well understand? will I get yeah. a man or a woman for my supervisor? I I don't have that answer. A king came up, king of I think it was King of Pentacles, so it might be a man, mm-hmm. but that's neither mm-hmm. here nor there whether it's a male or female that you work with, mm-hmm. you know, I mean that's that's a gender, not a spirit, not the spirit of the individual. Okay? I've got a lineup so here and I've got 15 12 minutes to go, but so I'm going to rush oh. through. But um okay. go and have fun with this, sweetie. You go ahead and have okay. a lot of fun, Wendy. Okay, love. Take well, care. God, God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Five one six. Hello. 
Hi, Sonia. This is Lena from Florida. How are you? Hi, Lena. I'm good, thanks. From Florida, how are you? I'm good. Um, I started a new job a few weeks ago, and um, it really got off to a rough start. Um, so I, you know, I, I'm just like I work at. I just started a different property today, but I'm still at the other property, and I'm just. Um, they were trying to push me into a managerial role in the other place. I'm still there, but I'm just didn't really want. I'm just didn't feel like I was ready. You don't want and, to be um, a you. You don't want to be a manager. Is that what you're saying? No, I do, but I want to get my feet wet first. I don't want to be thrown into a situation oh, where I can't. Oh, my darling, they would not put you into anything that you cannot handle. Too many of us decide, hang on, hang. it's like baking a cake. Hang on, hang on, I, I, I need to learn how to bake a cake first. All you got to do is follow the instructions, do what you're doing. You are ready yeah. for management. You have had a long history of experience. So I don't see any, re, you know, like I was telling in the story, when I told the universe that I didn't know what I was doing, they threw me in the deep end. You know, I went to Sedona, I was using my tarot cards, and the guy said, you don't need the cards. And I got back to Vancouver, and someone asked me for a reading, and I meant to take my cards. When I got there, the cards were gone. I'd forgotten them at home, and I had to read without them. That's what the universe does for you, so that we can move forward, we can move on. So it's you're, you're in the right position. You have waited a long time for this. You want that managerial position. You're just self-critical and afraid don't let fear conquer you sweetie no i just they wanted me like to do a lot of responsibilities i wasn't getting paid for and i just don't have my license yet to then, do a lot of the things yeah I so then you communicate license. you let I them did. know okay i mean so there I'm you go so anyway they, i was hoping that go they on. might i was hoping that uh once i get my license which would be next month, uh, maybe towards the middle or end of November, that maybe they might move me from there and put me at a different property. Well, like I said, you're the one who's defining this. You need to write the script and the universe will follow it for you. Um, things are changing. I've pulled the eight of of wands. I've also pulled the three of wands. The three of wands showing you wanting to run away. The eight of wands saying things are going to shift for you quite quickly. And I've also pulled the star, which means that they already see your potential and all you have to do is stand your ground and tell them what you want as opposed to what I don't want what you want me to do. Tell them what you want. Tell them where you're at and they will reply. They will respond in accordingly. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Yes. You're welcome, love. Bye-bye. Oops. One, one, one. Hello. Oh, hi. How are you this evening? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I <laughs> You sound it. <laughs> <laughs> I have an employment question for you. Um, yeah. Recently, it's, it's like a three, it's a, well, it's an employment question, but it's like three things happening all at one time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, had, I had a vision of a one that I was temping at a university. Two, mm-hmm. I keep 
have the vision of me being in a hosp- in hospital clothes, you know, as far as, you know, doing, like, I don't know if it's a home health aid work or doing executive assistant work. And I just want to confirm what's going on. Okay, so I pulled the empress, which is you, the diva, um, and you have that beautiful spirit. Boy, you're so bubbly and beautiful. And the Hierophant is about the structure, so it's like the hospital or a legal firm or something to that effect. And the job is going to require you to travel. So whichever one of those that um, you end up in that requires you to travel, because I see you, it's quite a cute image, right? You in your cute shoes and your little briefcase walking. So it's it's a really nice, um, nice uh, image that I have in my mind for you and it's going to take you to exactly where you need to go um, to that executive state which is really wonderful so um, yeah no you're ready for this you're ready for this okay because I received a call from a recruiter this morning asking if I was mm-hmm. interested in a hospital temp position I told her yes and she said someone will call me back <laughs> and mm-hmm. no one yeah. never called back <laughs> Oh, uh, you know. know what? <clears throat> Patience is a virtue, but contact the temp agency again. When did you, you get the call? When I got was the it call you said you got the Nine o'clock this morning she called me and asked the questions. Oh, oh gosh. Give them time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Give them time. Oh, my goodness. Okay. They're so impatient. So, yeah, Shall just give them out? time, but... She told Go me ahead. that someone will be calling me right back, and no one ever called back. So I'm thinking that maybe something happened. She said, oh, my colleague, she put me on hold. She said, oh, my, the person that you need to speak with, he's just on another telephone call. And then she said, yeah. um, she put me on hold for about three minutes, and then she comes back on the phone and says, okay, he's going to call you back. And then she told me the location, and I told her, okay. So I don't know what happened. I'm thinking that maybe they choose somebody else. No, he just forgot. <laughs> you know, when you're busy, you forget to make that. Because I've had that happen to me many times where someone, you know, I'm having a communication, especially when it comes to my books. The the publisher, I'm having a conversation, and the guy's supposed to call me back, and he, you know, I, I, I tend to leave things alone. I wait a week, and then he calls, and I say, you're supposed to call me back. And he says, oh, my God, I have it written here. I'm sorry, I forgot. You know, because they okay. get busy. So just be patient because it's okay. you're already there. It's a step towards oh. something big, right? That's what it is. Yeah. So do you think yeah. I have to interview Wonderful. for the position or are they going to just send me there? Um, there will be a little bit of a, yeah, there will be a little bit of a meeting. I don't know if you call it an interview. But there'll be a little okay. bit of a meeting where you guys have a chat and get, you know, you walk around each other and check each other out to see. And as you're going in, you do the interviewing, okay? You ask the questions about what they offer and what they do and so on. Instead of um, them interviewing you and you think you're there for the job, you're also interviewing the, the employer. So go for it. Oh. Go there, girl, and knock their socks off. <laughs> Okay, so if I don't hear back from the agency, I would say by Friday call back because I think they really forgot all about yeah. me. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> well, give them um, today is Tuesday. So um, 
Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday is a good day. Okay. Wednesday afternoon, give them a call and say, um, you know, I was expecting a, a call back. I wasn't sure if it was yesterday or do I need to wait a few more days for the call back. Okay. Something like that. Oh. So you're not putting them on a spot, but you're being, you know, you're being communicative and pleasant. Yeah? Okay. All right. Awesome. Okay. All the best, love. Right. Have fun with it. Thank bye you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. My pleasure. Bye. Uh, 818, hello. Hello, Sonia. This is Diane. Diane. Oh, hello, darling. I always <laughs> love, love when Tuesday afternoons come. To, I'm in California, so it's early for me. Thank you. Um, yes. Could you surprise me and pull a card that I need to know? Be? Surprise you and pull a card that you need to know. Where there's a knight of pentacles on this card. So is there a man sniffing around you? Don't have one that's called me to tell me he's sniffing. So I don't, I don't know. I'm going out Saturday evening to a uh, a function from with old people I know, and so, mm-hmm. and some people I haven't seen for a year or two. Um, mm-hmm. unless someone's there looking forward to seeing me. Because I did, for the last couple of years when I went, there was this one man who I've grown up with. In the, in our, yeah, because I pulled the page of swords. Yeah. He had well, a girlfriend. You know, grow- still, yeah. He had a girlfriend, though, but he still kept going out with me, and I found out, and then I said, "Go!" oh, did I let him know how I felt? <laughs> well, there is a man. He's on an. He's like a knight on a horse, and it's okay. something from your past. Uh, and uh, so it's um, it's it's kind of cute. I think it's kind of cute. It's gonna kind of open you up and uh, get you to sort of check in to your heart and decide that you're, you know, you're ready for all of this beautiful, yummy stuff. But it, Can it's, I ask it's someone from, it's like memory. It's a memory from your past, yes. So it's definitely not the last relationship necessarily. Could you see if they have children or no children? Because one does and one doesn't. But it doesn't show on the King of Pentacles. Yeah, well, there's a page of swords. So that could be the child. But it's it also seems to be someone from a past. So you're going to... Oops, that we're going to head into um, a little bit extra on the show. So those in the chat room, thank you for joining us. And, um, you know, we're going to end up uh, going into the the overtime just for a couple of minutes. Um, okay, so let me back up for a second. There's a Knight of Pentacles. Someone's uh-huh. sniffing around you. There you go. There's a Page of Swords, and that's a young person, so not a child. A young person, and there is the seven of of uh, what do you call that? Seven of Pentacles, which means someone is building their their financial foundation. Someone is in the process of building. Might might be in the place of retirement, thinking about retiring. But you know, right. do I have enough to retire? So that's the energy that is around you. So this person in the idea of retirement is also looking for love, looking for that extra, that little sweetness that's going to make him, you know, 
feel good about retirement because if you're alone and when you retire you don't you don't really feel good about yourself enjoy right? mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah you know i hope right right so so you see this coming right really soon correct or it's time pretty much I right now yeah. it's timeline Perfect. is right now yeah it's just beautiful it's quite lovely actually yeah. What so. a treat. I'm so happy I called you. I really am. I always get such I'm a good glad feeling. I'm glad, too. Awesome. Well, go on, and, go on and enjoy it. You know, swing that little purse of yours and just sashay down the street because I tell you, this man is going to think that he's hit the jackpot. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, and he did. Yeah. He will if, if he gets. I'm so excited you said that. God bless you. Yes. Bye, honey. You're welcome, sweetie. Bye-bye. And that's the show for tonight. Thank you for calling in. All of you who have called in and have, um, you know, requested uh, um, your readings, it was a fun evening. I'm going to take us out because I'm heading into another show with Psychic Biz Live. Until next time, this is Sonia and the Oracle's point of view on the Psychic Coffee Shop, and we are supported by Psychic Biz.